If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to another solo episode of the podcast. Today I am talking about how to change who you are attracting in relationships. And I think the reason that I'm asked so often about this is when a relationship ends or a breakup happens, especially if there's something in the relationship that you can point to that wasn't going well, you might ask yourself, like, why do I keep doing this? How do I keep ending up in the same situation? Why do I keep attracting people who maybe love bomb me in the beginning and then trail off, emotionally unavailable people, avoidant people, maybe it's even anxious people where the person you were with was super needy. So, I mean, it really doesn't matter what kind of person you've been frustrated with that you're attracting. The whole focus of this episode is how to really utilize this time that you're going through a breakup to make some changes that will allow you to to change the kind of person that you attract in the future. And you guys have heard me talk about this countless times on this podcast, but I, you know, had a history of attracting emotionally unavailable or non-committal men for a long period of time. And finally I was able to utilize the pain I was in from a breakup to actually not only come to terms at first, because the first step that I'll talk about is you got to acknowledge reality. You got to come to terms with the fact that this is a problem for you. So acknowledging that, exploring why is that the case, and then looking at what are some things that, that I can do that will you know, allow me to change the kind of person I'm bringing into my life in the future. And I had a mentor tell me really early on in my sobriety, you know, when I was 21, and she said, like, Kendra, you attract what you promote. You know, that's it. You attract what you promote. So whatever you're putting out there, that's the kind of person that you're going to attract. And I know that this this can get a little bit tricky 
if you're someone who went through an abusive relationship. I would never, ever say that it was anyone's fault for attracting an abusive partner. That's just not the case. But, you know, if I look back on my abusive relationship, I know it's not my fault. Like, I was victimized. I was groomed. However, I can identify that there were certain characteristics about me at the time that made me more of a target. And I don't say that to make me feel like take away my right to be a victim in the situation. I really just say that because it's empowering for me to know what I, how I was, you know, more of an easy target for something like that. So I didn't attract that again in the future. So that's a little background on if you're at a point where you want to change the kind of person you're attracting. So I'll get into, you know, at least the steps that I took to help me through this process of attracting. First, it was, you know, abusive partners, emotionally unavailable partners, and then, you know, finally started attracting some really healthy partners. I will also preface this by saying I did a lot of this with the help of a therapist. So I would definitely, if you have access to that, I would definitely recommend, you know, seeking the help of a counselor or a therapist. It's just great to have that outside party whose objective be able to point some things out that maybe you can't see. So like I mentioned, the first step in this whole process is to acknowledge reality. And it's not always easy. Like, And it's different from someone saying like, well, what's your type? It's more of what are the types of quality of people that I am attracting into my life? And Mind you, this is not just people you've been in relationships with. I tend to find that the types of friendships I'm attracting, if um, with work, like the kind of people I'm attracting in my work situations, really just what kind of people do you find are coming into your orbit? So for example, for me, I had this realization probably six or seven years ago where I actually really tended to attract bully-like friends. You know, in more in particular, I would tend to always have one female friend that was very bossy of me and would boss me around and I would listen to this person, but it was never nice. It was, yeah, it was just someone that would kind of bully and boss me around. And so that was a kind of person that I was attracting. And the way to figure out who you're attracting is to take a look at patterns. So for me, this was a pattern. I had like three close friends in a row that kind of fit into this female bully character. Then I had the pattern of attracting emotionally and non-committal men into my life. You also might find yourself in certain situations. For example, like I don't like conflict at all. I've gotten a lot better at dealing with it. But for a long time, I I wouldn't even want to be in the same room as conflict going on. And because I had such a big fear of that, I tended to like find myself in chaotic and confrontational situations because 
I wasn't equipped to deal with them. So anyways, just take inventory of, is there a certain kind of friend you tend to bring into your life? Is there a certain kind of partner that you've attracted into your life more than one time? There are obviously big differences between dating mistakes that we all make. We all make mistakes. I'm more talking about like repeated things that keep happening. And they might not, even at the time, may not have felt like mistakes. They are just things didn't necessarily work out. But once you can narrow down those patterns, then we can start more of like the digging process. So it takes some digging to go into your past relationships and then further digging to figure out why you're attracting those kind of people. And I want to take a second to acknowledge one of my favorite terms that I used to have, which is the bad picker. I used to really love to say that I had a bad picker. Again, I would say that with friends. I would say that with like work opportunities. I just wasn't good at picking those things out. But what I had to realize, it wasn't necessarily that I had a bad picker. It was what belief system was I using to operate (laughs) my picker? Meaning, let's go to the example of the kind of bully friend situation. I picked friends from the belief system that I was really kind of small and insecure and I couldn't stand up for myself. So I would pick friends that I felt like could stand up for themselves or stand up for me or help me or make me feel a little less helpless. And so that was the belief system that I was using to pick my friends. All this comes down to are your beliefs, and a lot of them are insecurities. So I tell people to ask yourself, what beliefs do I hold about myself that would cause me to fall into this pattern? Another good question is, what insecurities do I have that would cause me to attract this kind of a person? So a lot of this stems from insecurities. Where you feel like you're lacking, you may, you know, gravitate towards someone who can fill that for you. And this, you know, I don't like to use this term, but like that's exactly where the term daddy issues comes from. If you don't have a great relationship with your father, you probably are tending to attract people who are like your father because you felt that as a void. You know, these can stem from childhood. These can just be more personal insecurities that you're dealing with, but all of your Past experiences, beliefs, insecurities are typically the driving force of who you are bringing into your orbit to have in relationships with you. So I wanted to share a few other examples of someone's beliefs and then the kind of person that they may attract. So if you are someone that is really wants to feel needed in relationships because that's how you feel safe, you may end up attracting someone who relies really heavily on you. So it might be like an alcoholic or someone who it's really easy to fall into a codependent relationship because you're someone who feels safe when you feel needed. 
if you, like me, don't believe your commitment material, meaning, you know, for a long time, I just felt like the only value that I brought into relationships was was physical, and that's super sad, but it's what I believed in for a long time. You may end up attracting someone who doesn't actually want to commit because, again, you're just confirming this belief that you hold about yourself. If you think really low of yourself, and you may end up attracting someone who is mean to you because, you know, this is a perfect example for me when I was in that abusive relationship. What my ex was saying to me on the outside, actually, even though it was so mean, it actually matched what I thought about myself on the inside. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. So to me, it didn't actually feel that harsh or that incongruent because, again, it matched what I thought about myself. If you are someone that believes you just need a relationship to feel okay, you'll attract someone who wants to give you a relationship, but you also attract someone who gives you a relationship but nothing else and doesn't fulfill the needs that you have within a relationship. If you feel really insecure in relationships, you may end up attracting someone who's super jealous and controlling because in your mind, at least it makes you feel like you're cared for. And I've 100% been in that situation too. And then if you don't believe you deserve love, you will probably attract people that will confirm that for you. And that's why when people message me and say, I'm never gonna find love, I tell them, you probably won't find love with, with that line of thinking. It's really important to take a look at those 
internal conversations that you have and figure out what those are so you can start changing them. So clearly the root of all of this is beliefs, beliefs about yourself, beliefs about relationships. And then it also obviously is going to come down to how do you change those beliefs? How do you change the internal conversation that you have? And this obviously depends on where these beliefs stem from. If you have some really deep-rooted maybe trauma or childhood experiences that cause this belief system, I would very much urge you to go seek help from a therapist who can either walk you through trauma therapy or or really help you get to the root of that childhood wound that you may still be holding on to. If it's really just something that you've adopted based on some insecurities, you know, there are ways to change that. One way that I have learned to do that is to disconnect myself from the conversation that's going on in my head. So in one of my absolute favorite books, The Entire World, Untethered Soul, Michael Singer writes about, we all think that the voice in our head is us, 100% us. We think it's the truth and we think it's us speaking it. But he tells you to imagine that that voice isn't actually you. It's kind of this inner roommate that you have in your mind. And so... If you were to take, like separate yourself from that inner roommate and look at it as an outside person, think about it as someone that you lived with. If someone outside of you was saying the things that you say to yourself, first of all, would you believe them? Probably not. If some random person, you know, started telling me that I'm not worthy of love or that I like need someone who's jealous and controlling of me or whatever those beliefs about relationships that I might have. If I had someone telling me that, I wouldn't believe them because I could see that they weren't true. But when it's in our own head, it's really hard to be able to untangle that and figure out is this true or not. So try to separate yourself in that way and then write each of those beliefs down and start digging into it. Why do I believe this to be true? Do I have any experience that shows me that this is true? Do I have any, you know, facts or actual proof to show me that this belief is true? And the answer to that is is honestly most of the time probably you don't. So I think the best way to change beliefs is to first figure out what they are and then, you know, really confront them and say I have no proof to say that you are real. And so I'm going to choose not to believe those things anymore. I also love utilizing affirmations. I had someone on Hey Hero ask me a question. They said, I really don't believe I'm ever going to find love. And so I said, okay, for the next two weeks, every single morning, I want you to write down by hand, I am so excited for the people that I still have yet to meet. I am so excited to find the love of my life. Doing those kind of things is going to help rewire because that's the beautiful thing about our brain and of our mind. We can always rewire. We can always change our beliefs. Nothing is set in stone. So doing things on a regular basis like affirmations will help you to start shifting that conversation. And I promise you, even the littlest shift of that conversation will drastically change the people that you are going to start attracting into your life.
So, you know, we're going to work on changing our beliefs. But I think another thing that really needs to be addressed is changing your actions. When it comes to changing your actions, a lot of this is going to come down to you got to figure out what kind of person you do want to attract into your life. If you haven't written down the kind of partner you want in your life, I would really encourage you to do so because, you know, it's hard to attract something that you don't really even know what it is. And it can be as simple or as intricate of a list as you want, but it can be, I want someone that's fully committed to me. I want someone that, I'm just thinking of things that I've written down. I want someone who has their own life and respects that I have my own life. I want someone who is financially stable because I dated a lot of people that were not financially stable. I want someone who respects my ambitions. So just look at those four things. I think a lot of people think that all you just need to do is write down that list, maybe make a vision board about it, and then you just review it as much as possible. And then by doing that, you will will them into your life. I think there's a step that a lot of us miss. And I go over this pretty extensively in moving on after heartbreak course. But when I wrote down the list of things that I need or that I wanted in a relationship, I had someone say to me, okay, now that you did that, let's write down what actions you need to take in order to make that come true. So let's see. The first thing that I said is I want someone who will fully commit to me. Okay, so like, let's go back to the beliefs. In order to do that, I need to start changing my beliefs that I deserve someone who will commit to me. I am commitment material. I have to change my beliefs to believe that I am commitment material. I want someone who has their own life and respects the fact that I have my own life. Okay, so to do that, I need to respect the fact that I have my own life. So I need to like my life single. I need to have my own friends, my own hobbies, my own ambitions. I need to enjoy spending time alone because how am I going to attract someone who respects that I have my own life if I don't even respect that I have my own life? See where I'm going? I want someone who is financially stable and independent. Okay, I need to work on my financial well-being. I want to get to a place where I'm financially independent and not only that, but I don't I don't have these constant fears about financial stability. Because if I am financially insecure and have all of these fears around finances, it's pretty unlikely that I'm going to bring someone into my life who feels completely secure and stable around money. And then the last thing I mentioned, which this is you know, only a, a segment of my list, but I said, I want someone who respects my ambitions. Okay, what actions can I take to respect my own ambitions? That means that if I have a project that I want to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be someone who goes after the things that I want because, again, how can I expect someone to respect my ambitions if I don't respect my own? So once you figure out what you want, Essentially, you want to work on those things and be actively doing them because, you know, I'm not an expert in this field of like dating and relationships, but 
I just truly think that the best way to find someone is that I'm actively living a life that I love and that I feel whole and complete in. And then someone kind of joins me in that, you know, it's not so much of being this blank slate to anyone who wants to consider dating me or being in a relationship with me. It's this is who I am. I'm the kind of person that, you know, that I would respect being in a relationship with. I'm that person. And I'm much more likely to find someone who feels the same way. And I will tell you that once I took those actions, changed those beliefs, examined those beliefs, you know, took those daily steps, I was able. And not even like the person that I'm married to now. The people that I started dating after this, I could notice a drastic improvement right off the bat. Just the kind of people that I was meeting you know, really cool people who I had great conversations with and they might not have been the one right off the bat, but it was a drastic change in the kind of person that I was attracting after I went through this process. So I hope that all makes sense. I hope that helps you guys. I would really encourage you, you know, you don't need to start working on it right now if you just went through a breakup, but if you're someone who is beginning to start thinking of how you're going to move on from this relationship, I would really start encouraging you to start putting some of these practices into place. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.